Hello, welcome to Building Character, our episodic series where we talk about tabletop games and building characters in various games. With me is... I'm Kylo I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, let's talk about not Dungeons and Dragons. So we're we're building a character today in Witcher, uh, the Witcher tabletop RPG, which, for those of you who have only played Dungeons and Dragons, one play other games. <laughs> They're good, I promise. Uh, some might argue better, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so the Witcher functions uh, very differently. It's by Talsorian Games. Um, you may have seen them with lots of stuff going on with the cyberpunk games. Um, I'm not going to get into any of that stuff. I'm not qualified to. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but Witcher is fun. It's pro- It might be my favorite game style. Either Witcher or Spire. Um, but they're both D10. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of, of the mechanics of the Witcher game? Um, I really enjoyed playing Witcher... Um, mainly because it's just, I don't know, I feel like there's more at stake, if that makes sense. Like, so, like, when it comes to, like, combat and stuff like that with the Witcher game, um, you basically roll, uh, your D10, or your hit die, but then you also roll again to see where you hit, which makes it a little more stressful, Mm -hmm. or extremely rewarding. Right. So, uh, I think that's why I enjoy it the most. Yeah. Um, so, Witcher is a lot more mechanically heavy. Like, it, it has a lot more rules than D&D, but I also think it's, I don't know, the flow of the game can feel better sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because it's sort of, like, in the use of skills in combat and all that stuff, um, everything in combat is still a skill. Everything... Everything you do is some sort of skill. Um, and in that way, sort of every encounter kind of has, like, seamless transition between moments. Where it's like, combat may never fully initiate, mm-hmm. um, but there's still attacks being thrown and stuff like that in a in a flavorful manner. Right. Um, it's also, uh, for a game about monster hunters, it's really... I don't think it's built to be as combat heavy. Mm. Um, Mainly because the other characters that you can build besides a witcher aren't combat heavy. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so They're in just people. Yeah, so you so can definitely squishy. be non-witchers in this game, mm. and they are. Uh, you have everything. Like you have you have priests, you have bards, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you have sorcerers, soldiers, things like that. Most of them are not magic. Like, the bard's not magic. It's actually just a charisma, a charismatic person. Yep. Like, they have no combat skills whatsoever. Unless you're, like, an elf. Which is what I played. And, uh, I was very charismatic, but also very handy with a bow and arrow. And I think that was the only thing that, uh... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I forgot what her name is at this point. The only time we've ever played... Uh, Witcher was whenever we were wildly drunk. Yeah, we we, um. we drink a lot. <laughs> um, so I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, there. Um, 
I think if if you are coming from Dungeons and Dragons and looking for a new game, if you like exploration and investigation, Witcher is the game. Mm-hmm. Like this, like wit- the game's almost built to work sort of like a murder mystery in some mm-hmm. ways. Like especially in the method of Witcher, because it sort of takes place before any of the before Witcher three, if you know anything about the lore. Um, so you're sort of just a a working class person. You are if you play if you're playing as a Witcher, you are a working Witcher. You are someone who goes hunts monsters and goes on to the next town. Um, so you're sort of coming at things like they're a murder mystery. Someone's been killed by a monster, mm-hmm. and you have to. Uh, find said monster and learn about said monster and then fight it. Which, um, in that way, is very Monster of the Week. But, honestly, it feels a lot like Cthulhu. Like, playing Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, there's there's some... Uh, yeah, there's some similarities there. I think that I personally like the D10 system a little better. Um, let's talk about dice systems a little bit. Um, I actually... Saw someone discussing it earlier today, talking about um, how the D twenty is sort of a bad randomizer. Because well, because it's a little too random. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, it's it's bad for what it should be doing. Almost like the D twenty is, I think, sort of a relic. Because after playing things like Dungeon World, I wish D and D just ran on Dungeon World rules, like. Um, because with a D20, there's, depending on your skill level, like, depending on your class, actually, there's, yeah. you have, like, at least a 30 to 50% chance of just failing half the die. Yeah. Um, which shouldn't really happen if it's something that you have, like, a plus seven in. Like, at mm-hmm. a certain point, if if someone says they have expertise in something, like, mm-hmm. they, they should sort of be really good at it regardless mm-hmm. also there's nothing more heartbreaking than uh missing a spell that doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah like like a certain mastery or like a, a gigantic being mm-hmm. like cool i'm at point blank and i'm firing a bolt of lightning how would i miss anything over a level three spell slot shouldn't be missed just, should, just, just saying. Should still do some damage. Just saying. Um, but that's sort of something that uh, the Witcher handles in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in the way modifiers are handled. Uh, so when you have a modifiers to apply to a role, you have your skill and you have your attribute. Um, your attributes are a, a lot like... D&D terms, except there's a few more of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like body, reflex, uh, charisma, and things like that. Um, constitution. Also, also, you didn't say it right. It's body. Body. <laughs> Your body stat. Um, Sorry, we can continue. Yeah. Um, but you combine your body stat and... So, like, if you are attacking someone with a sword, you combine your roll with your re- reflex stat and your sword skill. And you combine those numbers together. So, even if you roll poorly on the die, if you are a better swordsman than the NPC, you'll probably still succeed just beca- just based on modifier numbers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good thing. It's where the roll sort of becomes more important when 
you're trying to do something you're sort of good at. Mm -hmm. Or you have the attribute for, but not the skill for. Right. It's like, you're trying to rig up a trap, and you're dexterous and knowledgeable, but you're not specifically trained in trap making. Mm -hmm. So, you can give it a shot. That mm -hmm. kind of thing. But it gives you a chance of, if, especially in contested roles, like, mm -hmm. you are likely to just be better mm -hmm. based on your modifiers. Mm -hmm. It also gives the players a lot more freedom to just fuck around. Like... Yeah. You got a you got a bard who has absolutely no idea how to hunt other than just the fact that they were trained per, like trained as a hobby to shoot a uh, like a target like a still yeah. target. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You, you know you know the ins and out of a bow and arrow. How on earth are you supposed to be able to hit this <laughs> you know ten foot tall moving werewolf? Right. Sure, go for it. Yeah, because that's that's in that's like the opposite case of like mm -hmm. you have you have the skill but not the expertise. Yeah, not the the body for it. Like mm -hmm. you you're trained in bow and arrow, but you're not a fighter. Mm -hmm. You don't know nothing about fighting werewolves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, or that's sort of that method. Dragons. Or... I think of some other methods. Mm -hmm. uh, things like Apocalypse World is. Uh, is a D6 system. It plays with two D6s. Mm -hmm. um, which I like a lot because it's... It grants you sort of an increased chance of success. Like, the the DC is always set. There's never... There's never, like, a DM setting the DC. It's just everyone knows when they succeed or fail based mm -hmm. on what they look at on the die. Um... It may be a plus one or a plus two modifier, depending on the playbooks. Yep. So things like Apocalypse World, uh, Dungeon World, uh, Interstitial, mm -hmm. um, things like that. You just, you roll the die and you add some relevant modifier, but you already know. And um, if you know anything about, like, a little bit of game theory, because it's 2d6s, you have a higher likelihood of rolling a... Uh, what's it called a seven than you have anything else and though seven is a success it's a success but something else happens exactly um let's see what what other systems have we played uh let's see we touched a little bit on spire which i think yeah. is one of my favorites spire's also d10 yeah. uh what about skyfarers that was d6s too wasn't it yes that was d6s and you had a preset mm -hmm. victory um, but all of your stats came from funky places. Yes. You just sort of, like, decided them on the fly. Yeah. Um, or um, Troika. Which yes. Which I don't even think. Uh, we played with dice. Yeah, yeah. Troika, Troika <laughs> is a whole bunch of D6s. Um, so. That game was wild. <laughs> Troika, Troika is a pair of D6s, but it's also a roll-under method. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Call of Cthulhu and Troika use roll-under for their... Um, conflict resolutions so like uh call of cthulhu has a d100s and so if you have a 70 in a stat if you roll under a 70 you succeed yep um which is i mean it is an old system but it's something uh you don't see as often mm -hmm. um but yeah uh other games can use things like dice pools, like Spire, mm -hmm. like uh, um, Mouse Guard. We haven't 
I don't have a chance to play that yeah. yet. That might be some that more people have played than I'm considering. Yeah. Mouse Guard uses a dice pool as well. Yeah. Um, but like in the case of Spire, you have uh, skills and you have things you're knowledgeable in. And if you are trying to do a skill in a thing you're knowledgeable, you can roll 3d10s. And hopefully one of them succeeds. Um, it really rewards you for playing to your character's strengths mm-hmm. and sort of building your, your role play really well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's enough to talk about, like, dice. Let's, let's build. Let's build a character and actually roll dice. That sounds good. Let's get going. Alright, so we're building a Witcher in Witcher. Um, now, something that Talsorian Games puts in theirs is a thing called a life path system. Which is so fun. It's very fun. <laughs> um, it's sort of auto-building your backstory for you. Um, which is kind of fun and goofy, especially for like players that don't know much about the Witcher world. You just sort of give them some names to throw around and lets them play with that names. It's like, cool, they don't know what Dal Bathana means or where that is. But they're from it, and they're proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we're going through the... If you're looking through the rule book itself, it has the Witcher life path. Um, there's more elements to building characters that are not Witchers, um, such as choosing a race, choosing a career and everything. Um, but Witcher is the race and the career of this character. So we are sort of just jumping straight to that and going right into the life path decisions. Um... I've got my D10s ready. Your D10s? Uh, you actually need a few different types of die. Oh, I do? Yeah. You're right. You may need some D6s as well. I've got uh, one of those here. And let me start. Let me pull up a little thing to punch in some notes for this character. And. Boop. Okay. So. Start with a D10 roll to decide when did you become a Witcher? Alright. And uh, I rolled an 8. 8? That means early childhood, no modifiers. You were taken to become a witcher when you were young, between four to six years old. You had some normal memories to aid you in your trial of grasses. Oh, fun. Yeah. So, cool. Um, Early childhood. Good deal. Um, What school did you train in? Roll a d10. So for that, I rolled a seven. Seven. Uh, The Viper School. No penalties for dual wielding. Oh, good. Um, Viper. So we've got um, a dual-wielding yeah. uh, monster child. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, <laughs> they're all animal schools. Wolf no, school, griffin school, cat school. Yeah. Um, you trained at Gorther... That's too many consonants in, in one word. <laughs> G-O-R-T-H-W-R. Gorthwar? Gorthwar. Gorthwar. That's five consonants in a row. <laughs> Gorthrud Gwade and the deep chasm of Tertochar Mountains. Got it. Unlike other witchers, you were trained on twin blades and an assassination-based approach to killing monsters. Dope. I'm a scary dude. Dudette? Whatever. I think one of the antagonists of Witcher 2 is from the Viper School. I think that's where that comes from. Mm. Um, I don't know. I've never played the Witcher games. Dual. Uh, The video games. (laughs) Wield. 
Gotcha. Or read the um, books. There are books. I'm there sure. is. There is yeah. a lot. There are books. They're supposed to be very good. I think they're Polish. I don't know. Swedish. Not sure. Um, how did your early training go? D10. That's a 10. 10. Extensive research. You have a plus one to Witcher training. Hells yeah. Um, Witcher training is not actually a stat. It is a special skill that only Witchers get. Um, and unlike abilities in, say, Dungeons and Dragons or uh, Apocalypse World, these, these abilities are treated like any other stat. And you put a number to them so that they can, so that whenever you try to use them, you can apply that number to your roll. So that gives you, uh, as you increase your Witcher training, your ability to use Witcher training gets better. Nice. Um, extensive research. Plus one Witcher. Cool. How did your trials go? That's a four. A four. Passable mutations. You're getting, like, super middling. <laughs> uh, the child grasses went well. You passed into the ranks of Witcher with nothing more than the memories... With nothing more than memories of horrible pain. Oh, good. Good. Cool. I mean, it could be worse. Passable. It's okay. Um, I've got, I know how to do, I know how to assassinate, and I have PTSD. It's fine. You know, like most witchers. Like uh, most witchers. Uh, so the, the trial of witchers, when trainees, when a trainee's body has become prepared, they undertake the excruciating trial of a witcher. The first trial, Trial of Grasses, is designed to break down the trainee's body and rebuild it with superior reflexes and cat-like eyes. The second trial, Trial of Dreams, gives the trainee night visions, among other benefits, but sterilizes them. The last trial is the Trial of the Mountain. It was more of an exam, intended to verify whether the trainee remembered anything from the previous task. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, what was your most important event? Uh, that's a six. Six? Went beyond the boundaries. Oh. Uh, once you traveled beyond the borders of the continent, past the Dragon Mountains the Tir Toshar, or the Blue Mountains, or the Great Sea, you have seen far lands unknown to most others. Oh my god, I took mm. this really cool backpacking trip. <laughs> after, after Witcher School. After Witcher School, I, like, graduated top of my class. But and you got then, your Witcher degree. Uh, <laughs> and then took a sabbatical. Went backpacking. It was great. Really became one with the world. There you go. <laughs> so where are you now? Roll a d10. A one. A one. You became a personal witcher. Oh. You signed on to work for a merchant group, a noble house, or an important person as a personal witcher. You work for a modest pay and hunt what you what they tell you to hunt. Mostly monsters. Mo- mostly? Well, see, here's where we can kind of twist... <laughs> here's where we can twist that lore a little bit. Like, it, it doesn't give us too much info, but we also have that you're from the Viper School. So I'm maybe an assassin. So it suggests mostly monsters. Man. Maybe not mostly monsters. Oh, so shit. You're hired by a noble who pays you very well to hunt more than monsters, maybe. Listen, after my backpacking trip, <laughs> I started working for the family. They so, treat me well. I don't ask questions. I don't ask questions. <laughs> What is this person's life? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, life as a witcher. Uh-huh. Sorry, this table's a little funky. That's okay. Danger potential. Oh. Uh, so, cautious, normal, non-neutral, or risky. 
Uh, wait, how am I supposed to roll on this table? Sorry. Uh, roll on the danger table, page 245. Sorry. I gotta scroll to the danger table in a little bit. Danger table! We'll do that in a little bit. Okay. Alright, so what is... Uh, roll for benefits. I did roll a seven, so I'll go ahead and keep that. Keep that seven? Mm -hmm. You fell in with bandits. You fell in with a group of bandits or uh, the Scoia tail while on a hunt. You may not have agreed with their methods, but they didn't bother you and you didn't bother them. You even shared some drinks. You can ask for a favor once a month as long as it's reasonable. See, so you all, did get into the family, you know? It's all part of working with the family. So here's here's how character <laughs> creation comes together. <laughs> Bandits. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, I love here's, this. This is the best. Yeah, here's here's how it all falls together. Oh, man. Um, this is actually a really great system for someone who is very new to RPGs. Like, even though it's such a mechanics-heavy system, um, if people don't know how to create a backstory... This is a very fun way to do it, and everyone can sit in a room and do it together. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. This is a great uh, <laughs> system for life paths. Um, allies. Let's go. Roll, roll for allies. I rolled a four. Four. Um, let's see. So you have... Your ally is a childhood friend. Um, From before the Witcher actually, Files, or...? Yeah, roll, and roll it three times. So okay. Well, two more times. Four, three, and eight. Four, three, and eight. You have a male childhood friend who uh, you met while drunk and hit it off. Okay. <laughs> you know, winter trials are really hard. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Kind of conflictual. Cool. <laughs> I'm just gonna write it on the childhood friend part, but. <laughs> Uh, how, how close are you? It was actually milkshakes. Don't, <laughs> don't let it fool you. How close are we? Well, yeah. I rolled an eight. An eight. Uh, friends. Oh, good. We're casual friends. You're good friends. You're pretty good friends. <laughs> My close good friend. Close good friends. Um. <laughs> wait. Okay. <laughs> so, roll. Let's... Now would be a good time. Let's make let's make that danger roll. Let's okay. See. Um. I'm so, so excited for the danger roll. So this, I believe, this is actually going to be a uh, percentile roll. So roll a d100. Got it on it, and I rolled a seventy-nine. Risky. Risky. Yeah. Yikes. What happened to me and my friend? Did we have a falling out? Um, roll, roll for how they died. <gasps> they died? They are dead. Oh my god, that's tragic. Is that still a percentile dice? Or? That's a ten. It's a d10? Okay. Yep. Jesus Christ, an eight. Eight. Casualty of war. Oh my which god. Which is very Witcher. That's... Now I'm so sad for my friend. Exactly. <laughs> my childhood friend that I had drinking problems with. <laughs> oh no. I'm just gonna put in parentheses. D-E-D. -E All alone in the world, except for the family, right. and my backpacking trip. <laughs> so witches hunt hundreds of monsters in their lives. Some hunts stand out uh, among the rest. For every hunt result, row below. So, let's see. Um, so, in your... 
in your outcomes. Let's mm-hmm. see. Roll me a d10. On it. That's a 10. That's a 10. Okay. Nothing happened. Um, okay. How old is how old is your Witcher? How old is my Witcher? Um. Uh, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Give me one more. Give me one more ten roll. Okay. What was that? Uh, I didn't read it. Okay. That's a two. A two. Um. That is another benefit. Let's roll for another benefit. That's a seven. That's a seven. You already rolled that one. Roll again. Fell in with some other bandits. Uh, a noble owes you. That's because I work for the family. You can invoke this favor at some time, but it must be reasonable. Okay. But yeah. So, uh, real quick, how are we knowing what to... Are we just following along? We're just following along with the book, right? Yes. The book okay. actually has just an order of uh, numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. just... It just goes in order of the tables. Okay. Uh, the Witcher has some really specific tables. So, like, what I what I had to do for the life... Um, the life as a Witcher is you roll on the danger potential table, uh-huh. um, and then... You roll on the outcome for every decade of your life. Oh. And so the first outcome was the ally lost. The second outcome, there wasn't anything. And the third outcome was a benefit. Okay. So, yeah. Um, there's lots of other things they could get, like um, hunts. And you could roll how that hunt went. Mm-hmm. Um, events and wounds. You could roll how the character's been wounded in some way. Um, and then we get... We go on to gear. We'll come back to gear in a minute. Um, But we'll talk about assigning stats. Getting some good, good numbers. Alright. So. In Witcher, this is where the game starts to show its mechanics and how complicated it can really be. Um, So, Witcher's come with a set of skills on the Witcher character page. Which, uh... Lord. The Witcher section is very far in the back, while the Witchers themselves are pretty close to the front. So your profession... Your profession, being Witcher... Witcher. Um... So your defining skill is Witcher training, um, and it is based on your intelligence attribute... So keep that in mind when you're setting up your stats. Is If you have high intelligence, it improves your Witcher training skill. Um, you have a Vigor of 2. Um, and you can cast the magic signs. Those we'll get into more later. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know anything about Witcher, um, you know what the signs are, probably. Um, but your skills that you have access to are Awareness, Deduction, Spellcasting, Alchemy, Dodge... Wilderness Survival, Swordsmanship, Athletics, Stealth, and Ride. That was a whole lot of words, um, and it's a lot easier to go through when you're looking at the sheet yourself. Um, But we'll go through sort of like the easy way of putting that together. Um, So, with your skills, every skill can have between a zero and ten, can have between zero and ten points put in them. Um, And a racial modifier can increase it above ten, um, and when first making your character, the skill cap is six. So when you're plugging points into your skills at the very beginning, um, the highest you can go is six. Um, and then if you put six in, then if your race improves that, say if you were an elven, an elven soldier, 
you can put six points in archery and then get another two points from being an elf. Um, so your first 11 skills will come from the skill package. And you must put at least one point in each skill. So you have 44 points split. It's really specific, really arbitrary. Um, but the idea is that it lets you put pretty much four points in everything. Um, or, well, four, yeah, four points in everything, including your, your Witcher training skill. Now, if we... What do, you, what do we think our Witcher in particular is good at? What is... Um, well, we know they're most likely a master assassin. Yeah, so that um, swordsmanship's got to be up there. We also know they're worldly. Yeah. Because they've traveled, you know, went on their backpacking trip. So, um, okay. And then we also know for a fact that they have connections within some type of criminal background. Yeah. So that probably has to do some type of charisma, not as much empathy, which also empathy is a stat. And witches um, are bad at it. Witches are so bad at it. Um, so maybe that's just who he is as a, or who they are as a person. They're just so fucking badass that they're just so scary and cannot. And everyone's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, no, this 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 person yeah. has no empathy. It's because they're such a badass. Okay, yeah. Um, that's, uh, that was something. The racial modifier for Witcher is that they uh, is that they Negative, like, have minus two to yeah. empathy. Uh, let's see. There's another thing here for witchers. Uh, they have enhanced senses, so they gain an inherent plus one to awareness. Um, they're immune to disease. Uh, they have a minus four to empathy. Oh, shit. And a plus one to reflex and dexterity. That's right. So, yeah. Um, they're, they're meant to be killing machines. They're fighters. Through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the analog would probably be they are like in Dungeons and Dragons they are a fighter like uh -huh. they're the fighters they're good at it um, not much else um, maybe know. even Eldritch Knight to a degree yeah because um, they have a little bit of magic so what it sounds like is, is swordsmanship gotta have that gotta have that one so, oh yeah very strong swordsmanship um, should we go ahead and put Six points total in that? Put yeah. it, bump, bump it up there? Yeah, let's make it easy. So there's so six points for swordsmanship. Uh -huh. um, see, I would say either like the stealth or the dodge, one or the other, um, depends on how, how good they are. Are they good at like just sneaking in, getting the kill, and getting out? Or do they do they fight well and agile? Like, what do you uh, think? I don't know. I think they're just, I mean, to me, assassin seems like Agent 47 assassin, where it's just like, and boom, all right, and we're done. I'm going to go hide now, and... Okay, yeah, so keep keeping the stealth up. So yeah. we'll, we'll make stealth the other... We'll make stealth a six as well. Uh, I'm also, thinking... Oh, I'm sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> that's okay. I'm thinking Witcher training, maybe a five. Yeah, we probably need that Witcher training up pretty high. Especially since I've been doing it since early childhood. Yeah. Um, and you were you had really good studying. Yeah. Graduated top of my class. <laughs> um, so that leaves us. Where do we put awareness, deduction, spellcasting? Got to Witcher Yale. <laughs> uh, alchemy, dodge, wilderness survival. Mm. 
athletics, and ride. I don't know. Do I want a horse? Right. A horse I mean, is a possible starting gear. I gotta have a horse. Yeah. Hmm. You know what? No, horses aren't very stealthy. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, well, well... But you're not, like, breaking into a compound on horseback. <laughs> I mean... You don't know my life. Fair. <laughs> I, have, I have rubber band... Like, I have rubber I mean, you still have at least a, You still have at least a one in ride, but... Yeah. Um, so, I think we should go ahead and stick with... Um, I don't know. I feel like with... Um, my worldliness and my backpacking, my backpacking adventure. I probably went ahead and and got really good at wilderness. Okay. Being able to not get lost. Wilderness survival. Do you want to do that as a five as well? Uh, sure. Why not? All right. That's two sixes, two fives. Let's put a couple of fours down. What do you think? Yeah. How are you at spell casting? Uh. Which why which are do signs? I need, why do I need spells when I got knives? Okay. <laughs> That's fair. So not not on the spellcasting, not alchemy maybe? Yes. Poisons and whatnot? Yes. Alchemy. That makes more sense because, you know, you can poison like the tip of a blade or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I'd say... Oh, wait, is this the one that's got... Is this the... The alchemy table in this game is the one that's got the, uh, the thing for... Um, it's got oh, the hangover cure. It's, yes. Yes, it's called uh, Wives' Tears. Right. Wives' Tears. That's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite alchemical thing I've ever seen, <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. It's just, the, it's just, well, I think it's like, it like prevents you from getting hungover yep. the next morning. Um, so, okay, so I'd say maybe awareness or deduction, pick one of those. Mm, let's do awareness. Awareness. Mm-hmm. Awareness. We'll put that as a four. So we got six plus six, twelve. Twenty-two. Thirty. So that gives us fourteen points remaining. Okay. So then fourteen. So then with that three, I'd say let's probably put dodge at a three. Yeah. Don't need a dodge if they're dead. <laughs> and it's not bad. Like you'll probably have really high reflex. Mm. Um. So dodge is a three. We okay. got athletics, maybe a three as well. Yeah, probably. Three. That's six. And then we still have deduction, spellcasting, and ride. I think all um, three, all three of those, they should have like threes or lower. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so we have. 11 points? No. Wait. Let me recount that. <laughs> 30, 36, 8. So we have 8 points to put between those 3 or to put in something else. Mm-hmm. So we could make them 1s and then put those other 7 points somewhere. No, I'd rather be well-rounded, at least. Okay, so let's make them both threes and mm-hmm. then put that last point in, like, Witcher or Wilderness or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean the last three? Yes. 
so it would have to be like. Oh wait. Yeah. You're right. There's three. There's three skills remaining. Right. So is it... three, three, and two. Yeah. We can do that. That'll be fine. Which? Uh, what's the two? Uh, let's put a two in ride. Okay. So deduction. It's also a three. Uh, what did I just say? Three, three, and two. Spells. Spellcaster. Um, because, um, I mean, you could, as a witcher, you can sort of use spellcasting instead of charisma because you have sort of a charm person spell. Right. Um, so that leaves sword at six, stealth is six, Witcher training is five. Wilderness is five. Alchemy is four. Awareness is four. Dodge, athletics, deduction, and spellcasting three, and ride for two. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yep, that's it. So that's our skills. And so whenever you're rolling for one of those skills, you will add that number to that skill. Um, there are a ton of skills in this game. Um, several of them you will not have. Mm-hmm. Like, um. But yeah, that's the Witcher skills. We'll just keep those locked in for now. Um, you can pick two out of this list of gear. An alchemy set, a horse, throwing knives, a hand crossbow, and a double woven gamsum, which is armor. Um, you put alchemy kind of high. Do you want to mm-hmm. get that yeah, alchemy set? Yeah, let's do an alchemy set. Alchemy set? Mm-hmm. So that way I can use mm-hmm. those mother's... T- or the... I use those wives' tears. Yeah. Put them to good use with my child alcoholism. And, I mean, poisons. <laughs> that too. Um, and then what's uh, what's the other one? Oh, I get to pick two. Yeah. Uh, you got throwing knives and hand crossbow here. Mm. We can have higher armor. I don't know. That's a tough one. I think, I think I would probably stick with the armor. The armor. Mm-hmm. Gamsum. Double woven for that <laughs> good, good warmth and resistance. <laughs> and then you have a Witcher medallion, um, a Witcher steel sword, a Witcher's silver sword. Yep. Two poison formulas. Two oil formulas, and um, is that detection? Uh, decoction formulae. I'm not 100 on what that is, um, but potions and oils uh, are used to sort of make yourself better at fighting certain monsters. Um, talk to your DM about what. Uh, what potion or oil you should start with based on what the what the first adventure is going to be. Mm-hmm. But we'll not get into that right now. Um, and then we have the statistics. There are six, seven, eight. There are eight stats. Um, so with the stat numbers, it sort of gives you gives the GM a choice of how strong they want their players to be. Um, and it is an average game type, a skilled game type, a heroic game type, or a legends game type. Um, and the more exciting, <laughs> the more exciting, the more points you get to divvy out. Uh, 
You can also roll for them if you'd like, which, uh, you know, let's do it. We might do it that way. Uh, you can roll your stats randomly by rolling a d10 nine times and re-roll any ones or twos. And just allocate those numbers. Uh-huh. Um, uh, <laughs> let's make a horribly imbalanced Witcher. That sounds great. Yeah, so let's roll roll that d10 right now. I got an eight. Your intelligence is eight. Awesome. That's good. Uh, I got a five. Reflex, five. Ooh. <laughs> uh, another five. Dexterity, five. A three. Ooh, body, three. I'm a very small, small wager. Yep. Speed. Uh, another three. And you're slow. Speed, three. A ten. Wow. You got a ten in empathy. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> Again? Again. Uh, that's a nine. Uh, you have a nine in crafting. You are an alchemist. <laughs> one more? I think. Uh, or is it two more? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Two more. Another ten. Will. You are willful. And a six. And you are pretty lucky. Nice. That's so imbalanced. <laughs> you are not here to fight. You're just hoping they they just sort of die in your path. <laughs> um, this game has a thing called derived stats. D&D is mostly done away with derived stats. Um, but a lot of games still have it in a way. Um, so like Vigor is how many points of chaos you can channel without damaging yourself. Um hate to be this way that's something i ignore i ignore the chaos stat uh because i want my players to have fun <laughs> uh it's just it's just telling you how many spells you can channel at once uh we don't use a whole lot of spells because spells are hard to understand uh, crafting however is dope very dope very as hell dope. um stun is important stun is basically your hit points um when hit when being struck with non-lethal attacks so uh your stun represents how hard it is to knock you unconscious or stun you non-lethal damage lowers the score and when it reaches a zero you are knocked unconscious um when you when forced to make a stun save you must roll under this number divided by 10 rounding down it's a little confusing it's a little weird um in most cases it may not come up um, unless you're fighting something that's really blunt, um, but most creatures, yeah, most creatures are going for the kill, so they might be going for some some deadly damage. Um, then you have your run speed, which is your speed times three, um, your leap distance and leap height, or your yeah, your leap distance from a running start is your run divided by five. Which I would just like to add uh, at this point. All of my numbers would be atrocious. <laughs> yeah, these numbers would be bad. Uh, your your hit points is based on your body plus your will divided by two. Your will really saved it. <laughs> so that's a 10 plus three. That's a 13 divided by two. Makes it a six. So you have 30 HP, 30 stamina. Um, let's see. 30 recovery, or six recovery. And 60 stun. And you're getting this also from a different table in the book yeah, as well. Yeah, a lot of tables. That's where most of this comes from, is your tables. It also tells you your hand-to-hand combat, which is based on your body stat, so you do not have very deadly hands. 
Your um, damage is like a d6 minus two. Womp womp. <laughs> womp womp. Um, yeah. Um, we're almost we're almost there to like a pretty much full co- character sheet at this point. Um, there's one other set of skills called the uh, pickup skills. Um, after determining your skill package, you can choose your pickup skills. Skills beyond your profession that you learned over time. You can choose as many or as few as you like as long as you have the points for them. Um, so your pickup skills are equal to your intelligence plus your reflex. So that's not bad. 8 plus 5. Um, so that's 13. So you have 13 points you can plug into really anything. Um, there's a whole list. I'm not going to read through this whole list. Um, but since you have so you have like actually a 6 in empathy and you actually have a 5 in awareness... actually have a six in reflex and dexterity due to your race nice picked it up a little bit you know mm-hmm. so you actually have 14 points to plug into things Hells yeah. um so you can plug this into things you're good at like intelligence stuff mm-hmm. or will-based stuff all the crap um yeah uh you can't plug these points into anything you already have though mm-hmm. um you could Maybe add it to like small blades mm-hmm. if you want to go that route. Uh, lock picking could be good. Trap crafting. Mm-hmm. Um, your crafting is pretty good. Mm-hmm. What kind of what kind of pickup skill sounds good? Um, like I said, probably anything that has crafting. <coughs> um, I do like the idea of small <coughs> blades. Small blades might be a good one too. Uh, can I dual wield small blades? You can. There you we go. Can. So yeah, that's there. You go. Okay, uh, so we have 14 points. Let me pick a third one. Uh, so crafting. So you've got alchemy, so let's just go ahead and do crafting. We'll go ahead and put like six points in crafting. Mm-hmm. Boom, six points in there. Um, small blades. Uh, you'll have to purchase a small blade at some point. That'd be okay. Um, but how many points do you want to invest in that? You have sword at six. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's do, like, four. Four? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that gives you four more points to pop somewhere else. Um, uh, and then we'll put four in, let's see, my empathy is Maybe really, disguise? My empathy is really high, though. It's decent six. Yeah. I mean, it's higher than what it usually would be. Yes. Um, you know what? Let's go ahead and do disguise. disguise. Sometimes witchers are not allowed to be in places. That's true. Uh, people... People do dislike witchers. Alright. So there you go for that one. Um, and that pretty much fills out the character sheet as far as um, character is concerned. Uh, it's a whole lot of information. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. It's a lot, um, and it definitely helps to have like a character sheet in front of you. Um, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to sort of take a couple of tries for you really get it down mm. um but i really i really gotta recommend it it is a role play heavy game this mm-hmm. is not this is not a game of enter the room fight the monster go fight the next monster mm-hmm. it is it is a game about role playing and it is a game about uh exploring mm-hmm. i think the if you are really looking for a podcast to listen to in regards of the play, like how to play the game, I really think our Witcher Easter Egg Hunt 
was a really well done game uh, in regards to using the Witcher yes. uh, system system and and really getting a feel for what the game actually has to offer. Um, so I would highly recommend that. Go listen to it. It's really fun. Yeah. And we had um, a blast playing it. For a more in-depth set of rules and stuff like that, um, we don't have time to go through all that. There's... Talsorian makes games on how to run, makes videos on how to run combat and stuff like that themselves. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, as well as uh, quick start rules that I believe are coming out with some pre-gen characters. Uh, the book also has pre-gen characters if you want to go that route. Um, but they're pre-gen characters from the established universe, like uh, Yennefer the Mage and Geralt the Witcher. Like. It is and Dandelion the and bard. Dandelion the Bard. Like it is main characters from the series. If you have any familiarity with that stuff, um, but yeah, that was that was building Witcher. We'll get a little more in depth with it. I believe on the next time we will build a non-Witcher in Witcher. That sounds great. Yeah. See you guys later. Thanks for listening. Next time. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.